Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, and here's your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show and podcast on 101.7 FM, brought to you by Caledonian Financial. Mike, we're going to have a great show today. I've got a a great uh, lineup of guests today. In the studio right now, I have with me Miss Jennifer Gerard. Welcome, Jennifer. Good morning. This is like your second time on the show? Yes, it is. We seem to get you in the summertime because we're always looking for what? We're looking for new hires. There you go. And also in the studio today, no stranger to the Big Yellow School Bus, Mr. Colonel, Mr. Scott Gaines. Good morning. Welcome, Scott. Thanks for coming on the show. Hey, glad to be here. Scott, what is happening right now for you, are you going to make you've you've made the announcement at a board meeting? But let's make the announcement on the Big Yellow School Bus. At the end of this month, you will be. I'll be retiring. Awesome! That Doesn't is... that feel good to say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mike, you retired <laughs> once. Once you get in that ago. zone, it does yeah. feel good. Yeah, yeah. And so you're going to be retiring at the end of June, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, sir. Thank you very much. Um, we I, didn't really want to process the paperwork. I, I don't blame you, Jennifer. Hey, I, I'm, and I'm still waiting on something from TCRS, too. So <laughs> oh. I'm just still slightly nervous. But. Oh no, don't. Be nervous. <laughs> um, it's it's a great feeling. I uh, had a career, and I worked 32 years and retired, and it was a great feeling to say, wow, that was great. I, I did that much time. I retired. And, you know, and I had some time off and I decided, okay, I'm still young. I need to go back to work. So I applied for a job here. And lo and behold, I'm working at the Murray County Public Schools. So, Scott, tell us our listening audience. I know you've been on the show before, but for anybody that may not have heard, tell us a little bit about yourself. Like, I don't know if everybody knows that you were a colonel. And the uh, what what branch? The Army? Yes. Uh-huh. All right. So if you could just give us a little history about yourself, um, since this is maybe your last opportunity as a full-time Murray County Public Schools employee on the Big Yellow School Bus. Okay. Thanks, Jack. Well, I am a Murray County native. Uh, so uh, uh, born here, you know, I, I don't know, back in the 60s and <laughs> Uh, went to school here, Holland Park, with Orange Central. Uh, uh, did a, a slight hitch in the military, active duty for two years, came back and joined the National Guard. Uh, during that time is when, uh, Jack, as you said, I got commissioned as a uh, second lieutenant and progressed through the ranks and ended up retiring back in 2019. And I retired as a, a colonel. Uh, from the National Guard, and uh, that you know that was an exciting career. And all through that time, I balanced that working with uh, working Murray County Public Schools. I worked as a fourth, fifth, fourth, fifth grade teacher at Highland Park. Uh, transitioned from there, uh, taught at Withorn for uh, two years. Uh, had the opportunity to uh, serve as an assistant principal. Uh, I served as a halftime assistant principal, halftime teacher at Spring Hill Elementary uh, for five years, uh, then uh, principal at McDowell for a year, uh, then had opportunity to, to transition to the central office as elementary supervisor. I worked in that capacity uh, for many years before becoming uh, assistant superintendent, and then I had a little hitch as federal programs for about five years, and then uh, now... Uh, assistant superintendent, and in about 21 days, 
you're a retired person. There, that's that's excellent. And uh, just for a little bit of history, I met you. I think it was we were talking before the show around 2018 on this show. Before I actually hired in at the district, I was with Blood Assurance, and I came into the studio. And I met you yes, doing something. That's right. You were talking about federal programs at the time. That's right. Sure was. And yeah. so th- that's been a few years, and, and it was always a pleasure. And I am so happy to have you on the show here today. And I wrote some notes down as you were talking. So in 2019, you left the Army National Guard as a colonel. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a pretty big ranking to be a colonel, is it not? Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. I like that. Um, I don't know. I've heard heard an army stint called cool before, but, <laughs> but it is the, just the the whole persona, you know, being a colonel. Yeah. Well, it's a, it was a uh, uh, having a chance to have the opportunity to uh, go to officer candidate school and and uh, be have an opportunity to lead troops and and do things like that and. Uh, it's just just a great great learning experience for me. I, you know, I was able to use some of the skills and things that I learned in the National Guard and in, in the workforce, and and um, it was just a great opportunity for me. I you know served as commander. You know, I commanded uh, uh, companies and commanded battalion. And then you know, my last stint was I commanded uh, actually commanded a schoolhouse in the Regional Training Institute in Smyrna. And so that was you know. Like being a superintendent in the army, uh, right, so right. Uh, so that you know that was a unique experience. Uh, during that time, of course, I had you know short stint in, in Afghanistan and uh, had the opportunity to you know lead and work with troops there, and that was a uh, you know it was you know you can say it was a great opportunity. It was a learning experience. It was a you know experience you you don't want to do again, but right. <laughs> it, uh, but it was, you know, it was a unique opportunity. Well, and I always like to say this to every veteran I know, and I've been working with the, an organization called Vet to Vet here locally, and I'll I'm hopefully bring them on the show to share what they do in our community. Um, but thank you for your service. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you. It's thank so you. appreciated when you, people step up, and, and you weren't drafted, right? No, no. no I so volunteered. You, yeah, you chose <laughs> to make a difference and be in the, in, the, in the armed services. So thank you again for your service. Now, I wanted to touch base on some of that history you just explained to it listed. Um, fourth and fifth grade teacher, um, Whitthorn Middle School for a couple of years, uh, assistant principal for five years, a principal at McDowell. Um, and that's quite the resume of different things. What was your, and if you think back on it today, what was one of your favorite positions that you held I always in thought, all the years? I always thought being a principal was the, the, the best job in the okay. world. So you had the opportunity to, to, you know, be in classrooms every day, be close to kids, get to know them. Uh, you know, I uh, volunteered and did breakfast duty every morning just so I could talk to kids and, and see where they were. And and, uh, and then being having an opportunity to be in class and, and really – uh, work with teachers and and come up with ways to you know impact things and change things you know at that level you can really uh, make it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I really enjoyed the opportunity to be a principal. Uh, you know I, I uh, didn't want to leave it when when I had the opportunity to come to the central office. Uh, I kind of wanted to you know stay a little while longer. Uh, I, I mean I don't regret it. Uh, right. You know I was poor and need some more money, but. <laughs> 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 but no, I've never been, always been blessed. I won't say I was poor, but right. uh, 
but you know that that opportunity was was great, and you know, uh, and and I can say you know I have positive things to say about all my opportunities. You know, absolutely, I absolutely yeah. enjoyed teaching. Uh, I've seen kids grow from the first of the year to the beginning of the year, uh, learning things uh, about yourself and about children and about what you need to do to be better. And, you know, uh, being able to get better every year and learn what you need to do that was. Great, you know my stint as a halftime principal, halftime assistant principal, halftime teacher certainly was uh, exercise and being organized and yeah, le- and uh, learning how to eat lunch uh, all afternoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the run, right? Guess, yeah. Now you know. I, I noticed through all that reading and stuff like that, I never heard the word coach. How is a male teacher be able to stay in the system that long in that many different places and not? coaching well I, I tell you I, I did have the opportunity to coach <laughs> oh, okay. actually uh after I, I taught when I was teaching fifth grade at uh Howland Park I had the opportunity I coached freshman football for Central okay. and I coached for about uh three years and then when I transitioned to Withorn I actually was assistant coach uh at football and so I did coach the whole time I was at Withorn okay. too yeah. so you did do a little bit of coaching did a little football coach you know and yeah. you said what principal was probably one of the you think back on it was a, is a really great opportunity and, and something you enjoyed doing and I think about all the principals I've met at the district mm-hmm. and especially the elementary school principals and I won't call it any names but it seems like they have some of the best relationships with the little people the little kids that come in, and I was at one for first day of school this past school year, and I think that principal must have got 150 hugs that morning because the kids were so happy to be there on the first day of school back to with the principal that they had been accustomed to being with. And I thought, man, that is so cool. And I see that throughout the year, not just on the first day of school, where the principals are... I really have a great relationship with all the kids and really more so on the elementary because the little kids, they just, that they're, they're just amazing. The little people. Yeah. Kids will do that to you. Yeah. Especially and, at elementary school. Yeah. yeah my yeah. granddaughter is at uh, Baker elementary school and she just says how she, she calls Mr. Clanton something and it's not principal Clanton is Papa Clanton, Miss, I, I can't remember exactly what she calls him, but she really adores him. Yeah. And yeah. because he's there every morning out on the bus line, he's there every day at lunch, and he frequently visits classrooms. So I can understand being a principal being a really great opportunity in the district. Yes, it is. Yes, and, and you know, Jennifer, you're, you're smiling, and we're hiring all over the district. We have principal positions still open? We do. We currently have a Central High School and Hampshire Unit School are currently still open. Currently opening. So, hey. They're you, closing soon, but they're currently open. All right. Well, if you're interested and you want to have that great relationship with your faculty and staff and, and have that experience that Mr. Scott Gaines, Colonel Scott Gaines, has experienced in his years at Murray County Public Schools, go on over to murrayk12.org to the HR and Careers section and what is the next HR and careers? And then there's a drop down and it says employment opportunities. And then you'll want to click on the administrative tab. Administrative tab. And Just you also. You be a principal. If you want to be a principal yeah, or, or yeah. an assistant principal. There's, there's lots there's, of other opportunities. There are. <laughs> and we're going to really talk a little bit more about those. And there's also now a social media page on Facebook specifically for your department, right, Jennifer? Yes, yes. Uh, Murray County Public Schools Jobs. Murray County Public Schools Jobs. So if you're on social media, you can go and browse the jobs there also. 
So I just wanted to get that plug in because it is that time of yeah. the year. And seeing that you enjoyed that part of it, and we do have a couple openings for those type of jobs right now. So, folks, if you're listening and you're interested, um, don't waste time because these jobs are going to close and they're going to start doing interviews. So get your resume on file. Uh, get in there and get an opportunity to be a principal at Murray County Public Schools. We have Central High School and Hampshire Unit School. Yes, sir. I will say about unit schools, they're like a big family. A and, big family. Yeah, Mike, you came <laughs> from Kalioka. Kalioka, right? yes. We were a unit school, had everybody in one building. Uh, it is a unique opportunity. Uh, now, our building was big enough that we were able to keep the, the grades, you know, the, the, the elementary and the secondary right. kids separated most of the time, but there was still a lot of interaction that uh, was, was, was really something special. Yeah, if you listen to the archives and you see anywhere where we have a, uh, one of the unit schools on the show, you will hear that throughout the entire show, how there's a sense of family. Mike and I have went out on location at, let me see, Kalioka and Hampshire, I believe. Well, Kalioka for sure. Kalioka a, a couple of times, yes. And we've had um, all of them on the show. And one of the things that continuously gets mentioned is the sense of family. Because you have students that are there for 13 years. You had the unique experience to see them yeah. grow up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I had several students. Uh, I was at Kalioka for nine, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was interesting because I, I was a middle school coach as well. So I would actually start catching these kids about fifth about fifth grade, you know, the end of their fifth grade as they were transitioning into the middle school, uh, especially if they played baseball or something like that, yeah. and got to, you know, be associated with them. A lot of the students that recognize me now, you know, they say, oh, I never had you, but I knew I saw you in the hallways right. all the time or yeah. I saw you on the ball field or, or, or something like that. So you're, you're right. There's a lot of interaction that wasn't just necessarily in the classroom, and, and, and it's a special interaction. I think we're kind of fortunate in Murray County. There are only, I believe, seven full unit schools left in the state of Tennessee, public schools, and we have three of <laughs> we them, have three of them. Yes. in our county. So that's very, very, very cool. All right, so let me ask you about your experience in those early teaching days, Mr. Gaines, with the little people, because I, 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 you can tell I really like uh, the little people. I got grandkids, so they're, 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 they're my, you know, they're, they stole grandpa's heart, of course. Um, the fourth grade classes, the teaching. Do you remember how cool that was? Because my daughter is a fourth grade teacher. Oh yeah, I enjoyed teaching fourth grade. It, it was fun. They, uh, they're not quite so little, but they're they're still little. Yeah, because so they. It was. Uh, yeah, it was great. We you know it was self contained, so I had to talk. We taught all subjects, and uh, uh, back then we didn't have music and art, so you taught music and art, and and, oh, wow. and all those things too. So. Uh, uh, you had to just blend it all in during the school day, so yeah. it, it, it was fun uh, being able to teach a self-contained classroom with with uh, with four and fourth, and then eventually taught fifth also at Highland Park. Yeah, I am so proud of my daughter Amanda for being a teacher and and going that extra mile. She could have probably done anything that she wanted to do, but she chose to be a teacher because it was kind of a calling and something she really was passionate about. So, so proud of. Anybody that takes on the career of being a teacher. Yeah, my wife and I rem- reminiscing about my fourth year, grade years, having papers spread out all over the floor and trying to restack them. Is that you know these kids need this and these kids need that and stacking you know stacks of papers where we used to. This grade. is why you were at home. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah we, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm married to a, a former elementary teacher, and yeah, I, I can. I mean, but 
she had one half the table and I had the other half. We never got to eat on the table because so, <laughs> yeah. all our yeah. papers were out there. Yeah, that's, but that's you wouldn't have changed that for a, oh no, for, a heart, no. No. for anything right. because yeah. it was part of that passion and part of that love that you wanted to do. Yes, as yes. a teacher, mm-hmm. um, I, I certainly believe after I've met so many good teachers in this district that it is a calling. It is something that you most teachers are extremely passionate about. Definitely, and you know, and it 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 is an opportunity. Jennifer, how many teaching positions do we have approximately right now that are available? There's there's probably over over a hundred teaching positions at various levels. From and these are being filled right now. They are, they are. Um, so especially some of your um, kind of more specialized jobs, uh, your music and. Um, counseling positions mm-hmm. there, there's not as usually as many of those you know at, in in the district so uh, but we are I mean we're hiring every single day um <clears throat> and so we have from kindergarten through mm-hmm. you know English and math there's mm-hmm. anyone who wants to teach math uh, there's a lot a lot of math openings. always yeah. always a lot of math openings mm-hmm. um, um there's actually a lot of CTE positions that are yes open across the district too um, so there's there's a lot of different opportunities that are available right now. A lot of people who have retired. Um, so we, we have we have a lot of and, different. Opportunities. And for our listening, on CTE is a career and technical education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like a a lot of those positions are hands on classes. Um, they can be agriculture. They can be um, shop classes. Sure. And also, also be business oriented classes and medical oriented. Yes, okay. we actually we have a CTE business course uh, position open. We have CTE uh, family and consumer science position that's open, um, both at, at Central High School. So there, there's several there's several positions yeah, o- still, still still open. Still a culinary position open. Yes, there is a culinary position that's open. The culinary position is going to be great because that's where you get to go into this classroom that has a kitchen in it, right? Yeah. And make foods and learn how to cook. And I wish they would have had something like that when I was in school because I love cooking. I'm just not very good at it. Mm-hmm. And maybe if I would have well, had... I mean, it, yeah, it's, it's a great opportunity to prepare kids for the you know food service industry. Mm-hmm. So right. that's a unique opportunity to see what's... You know, it's, it's, you know, people think it's like working... It's not like working at McDonald's. It's like the, you know, the backside. Being a chef. Yeah, the backside of that yeah. and how that works. Yeah. Right. Yeah, our, our CTE programs are are really great in preparing our students yes. for going into the workforce. Well, we're hoping our, our supervisor of career and technical education can stop by the, the studio this morning and talk to us. She's new to the district, and she's in a meeting and running late, so hopefully we'll get her on the show. But I'm yeah. being told we need to take a break here in a second to let our sponsors help us pay for the show. Yeah, You always got to have somebody help them pay the bill, keep the lights <laughs> on and stuff. So I am thrilled here to have Mr. Scott Gaines... Colonel Scott Gaines, assistant Thanks. principal, assistant mm-hmm. superintendent of instruction, retiring at the end of June, yes, twenty twenty two. Both of them are it could be Colonel retired and assistant superintendent retired. <laughs> They're both both will be retired very They're soon, both right? Retired. Well, Colonel's already retired. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I have with me also uh, Miss Jennifer Gerard, our chief human resources officer. We will be back on the Big Yellow School bus after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. 
This is Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools and the Big Yellow School Bus. You're listening to Front Porch Radio on 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. By now you all know about Don, our service truck guy. Well, let me tell you about another member of our service team, and that's Mike Ashley. He's the guy you'll talk to when you call the office. Just call and talk to Mike one time at 931-540-0919, and you'll see why we're lucky to have him here at the Garbage Man. Thanks, Mike, for all you do to keep the Garbage Man first in service. That's 931-540-0919. This is Dr. Dominic Mancini from the Dr. Gill Center. Have you been injured in a car accident? Are you still in pain? Untreated whiplash injuries to the spine may lead to future conditions, such as neck pain, low back pain, and headaches. The doctors at the Dr. Gill Center specialize in detecting and treating these conditions before they get worse. Our accident consultations are free. Call me, painfree.com, or call 615-551-9224. Let's face it, the world is constantly changing and it is now more important than ever to take care of those who you trust with your business every day. Large and even international competition has made it increasingly difficult to keep your best talent. With Caledonian Financial's local business plan to help, you can give your employees a business package that is competitive and effective for everyone. I'm Thomas Sneed with Caledonian Financial here in downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated, member FINRA and SIPC. Hi, my name is Sheila Butt, and I am asking for your vote to be the next mayor of Murray County. I believe in our God-given rights and that our Tennessee Constitution is correct in saying that the power is inherent in the people. As your state representative, I stood against egregious government mandates, and I will find a plan for more controlled growth in Murray County. I hope that with your vote for Murray County Mayor, you will stand with me for faith, family, and freedom in Murray County. This ad paid for by the committee to elect Sheila Butt, Jacob Love Chairman. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Murray County Public Schools talk radio show on 101.7 FM and podcast at frontporchradiotn.com. We are brought to you by Caledonian Financial. Wow, what a great first segment. I hope you're uh, sticking around to listen to the rest of the show. 
I have with me Assistant Superintendent of Instruction, Mr. Scott Gaines, also known as Colonel Scott Gaines, soon to be a retiree of the school district and currently a retired colonel of the U.S. Army National Guard. And also in the studio, I have Jennifer Gerard, Chief Human Resources Officer. Guys, thanks for coming. What a great segment that first one was. I loved hearing that history about you, Mr. Gaines, um, and the passion that you had for all the things you've done in education. Um, I'm sure, like I said earlier, it was a calling for you also to be part of education. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, when when you were actually teaching and working in education and you decided to join the armed services, did you get military leave so you were, could be guaranteed your job when you came back, or did you have to leave and then come back? So I had actually already uh, done a, a two-year hitch in the regular Army. I okay. was uh, enlisted, and then when I – Actually came back. I actually went to the army to get the you know back then they had the Montgomery GI Bill, and they had a you know you pay a hundred dollars a month they match it with two hundred bucks and you pick a job where they offer a bonus. So you know I had that and and you know because I picked to be stationed in Germany and and that particular job I had a fifteen thousand dollar bonus. So uh, that's where I came. Use those funds to come back, and that's how I finished school. So I actually oh, okay. came back and. When I came back, I actually joined the Guard, and I was going to school to finish uh, my elementary ed- education. I actually was in the first 2 plus 2 program at Columbia State. That, wow. The first one they did, uh, I was I was a graduate of that, that program. So uh, I was working full-time uh, in the Guard and going to school. Uh, and, and then, you know, was able to start. I was already was already full to fully in the guard before I started teaching. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, very mm-hmm. cool. Um, the the opportunities in the army are quite amazing. I was talking to a friend of mine that works in recruitment in the army. Um, I do a lot of things in the community, and he said that there's great opportunities right now for people to join the the armed services and get an education at the same time. Yes, then it always offers lots of opportunities to uh, you can serve. They uh, offer uh, money for education. Yeah, it's that's what he was talking about. Yeah. They'll help you get yeah. a degree in the field you're you're looking for. Most likely, there's a lot of different options available to people. So, you know, you get to do two things: serve your country and get the education you're seeking. Yes, yes. So there's great opportunities in that field, also. But let's switch back to. HR careers. I'm on the website right here looking at, and you have four sections in here called certified, classified, administrative, and coaching. So we've got what do you, you said during the break or before the show that you have up to 200 available positions currently? Between all the different options. So you're certified, which is our licensed teaching positions, uh, your classified staff, which is any of our support staff that um, our educational assistants, our bookkeepers, our clerks, a lot of your school staff that's a a non-teaching staff, Um, our administrative, which we we talked about earlier, we have some principal openings. We have a a few assistant principal openings. Um, We've had a few central office positions um, that have been open under that administrative tab. And then there's also coaching. Um, So that's, you know, Anyone really in Murray County, you know, that would be interested in helping coach our in our middle schools and high schools. Uh, you don't have to be a full time employee of Murray County Public Schools. You, you can be a, a non faculty coach. You can even be a volunteer coach, 
And so that's what we have a specific category just for our coaches. So that's cool. That's a, that's fairly new, right? Having the coaching section on there. It is, and they actually have a, their application looks a little bit different than everybody else's because we don't need to know if you're um, certified to teach in a, right. in a grade. Mike, did you hear that? You can come back can as come a coach back again. In. Well, <laughs> may have a hard time doing that while I'm broadcasting. That's true. We, did, we, did, we don't I want do, to lose I you on the big to, yellow school bus. I do get to uh, express my opinions during the game. It's just now that. The, I, I'm not telling them to the head coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do broadcast games locally. Right, I'm, yeah. I'm the color commentator for the uh, Central football games. This okay, so, so you're part of the co- the, the the whole experience. Yes, I'm, I'm getting to use my coaching experience. I just don't have the game on the line when I say something. Right, very cool. <laughs> so, well, there's coaching outside of football, yeah. though, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Opportunities everywhere. Now, let me ask you a question about certified. If you have an associate's or bachelor's degree, but not a teaching degree, can you segue in? I know there was something not too long ago I remember hearing about some opportunities to start as a teacher and then get the certification later. Is that still available? So you do have to have a bachelor's degree in order to to teach. Um, so okay. an associate's, you would you would you wouldn't qualify. Okay, but you you do have to have a bachelor's degree. So the state and they've always done this. It's called emergency credentials, um, where you can get a permit. But what you can also do if you have that bachelor's degree. Um, we're working with uh, one company that's called iTeach. If you have a, a bachelor's degree, you can sign up with them and get a job embedded license. Um, so you actually get that license issued by the state um, for them. Like you, you go through the program, you you sign up with them. It's it's um, there's a it's free to enroll with them through the iTeach program, and they'll look at your transcripts to make sure your GPA is high enough to meet their credentials. There, there are a licensed educator prep program here in Tennessee. And so then you would take your Praxis test and you would apply for a job on our job board and mm-hmm. you would have to have an intent to hire from the district. And then from with that intent to hire, then you would get that submitted to the Tennessee Department of Education and they would issue you your first practitioner license. So what in, in, in layman's talk that means if you have a bachelor's degree and it's not in education but you're interested in becoming a teacher because it's such a cool profession i'll use the word cool because you used that earlier mr gaines Um, you get most you get all of june and most of july off so yeah you get very rewarding it's very rewarding absolutely um so if you just have a bachelor's degree and something else and that field's not working out for you or if you really just see the opportunity to become that person that teaches and makes a difference you can apply for a teaching job with the premise that you are going to get your teaching license soon or correct with, with help. Yeah. Yeah. And it would be good to note that on your application, because one of the questions on an application is, do you have a Tennessee teaching license? And if so, what's the number? And if you're working towards that licensure, there's a lot of students too that just graduated mm-hmm. in May. And so they don't have that license fully completed yet because they have to wait to their universities complete their transcripts for them. But they can apply. They can apply. Yes, we've hired multiple, multiple. I know we've got uh, several students from MTSU that are going to be joining us in the fall. Um, I've went to four or five different job fairs um, this this last spring. And so when you get that, you'll – Anytime you get an offer from the HR department, you'd get an, a contingent offer. And part of that contingency is making sure you can pass your background check and a drug screen. And also for your teachers is to make sure you have that license in place. Um, so th- there are 
And when somebody applies for a licensure through the Tennessee Department of Education, they'll get a pending notice. And then, you know, if the district is going to hire them, we can actually mark that as a high priority and their license actually gets approved much quicker. Very cool. So there are so many opportunities for people that want to become teachers and get a rewarding career um, with summers off. As Mr. Gaines said, you get two months a year that you get to take a break. And well, let, let's let's make sure we clarify that just a little bit. Okay, uh, go ahead. Yes, you get them off as far as being in front of students and and being in the the, uh, the pressure cooker as such, if we want to call it that. Um, and it's much more relaxed time. But most of your teachers, at you know, some point or another during those six to eight weeks, go into for some further training. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go to seminars. You, can, you know, I went to several English and language seminars, went to some coaching situations and, and stuff like that. Uh, so you're not necessarily just completely off now. Some some teachers did take that time. And that mm-hmm. was your, your opportunity to, to travel if you want to do that, take your vacations. And, and, yes, we did take our vacations during that time. Um, but I think it's also a misnomer to, you know, that say, you know, oh, teachers always have two months off. You know, well, we shift gears. Right. And it's a big, it is a big gear shift for us. It is, and it is a time of more relaxed yeah. time and, and stuff. But it's also a time for, for training, uh, right. time for, you know, for us to get, you know, those of us who went from, wanted to go from a bachelor's to a master's, a lot of times that's, that's that time you'd take your, you, you'd really concentrate on a lot of your classes. Yeah. I, and, I think I remember so, when I talked to my daughter about her summer, she's, she's off during the summer, but she's always talking about, thinking about planning for the right. upcoming school year. Sure. Plus I, you have a lot of personal development days. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, my dad used to teach. And so he always said his, the best three reasons to teach were June, July, and August. And that's back when they didn't go to school in August. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I say that at, at a memory of my dad who, who yeah. taught me from and, sixth and, grade yeah. to my senior and it is, year. It is considerably different. You know, it's not the everyday, you know, in the classroom and, and stuff like that. It is considerably different. And you do have a lot more freedom right. and, and stuff like that. But it's not just where they're, you know, every teacher out here just takes those two months off and, and goes and lays on the beach somewhere. Um, and we actually have a lot of teachers this last last summer and this summer. We're actually in summer school right yeah, now. Yeah, so. so we have a lot a lot of teachers who've come back to do, do summer school this year. Uh, they did last year, and right now we have summer school going on yeah. as we speak. Yeah, we yeah. have we have quite a few students in summer school in our what we call our Star Summer School program. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, pretty much the entire month of June, four days a week, four weeks. Yeah, we certainly appreciate those teachers. Absolutely, and their opportunities. To, to, I know it's. I know it's. You know. Uh, we do pay them for it, but it is you're, you're actually you know giving up another month mm-hmm. to to come and work with kids and try to you know uh, try to mitigate some of the loss that we had during COVID. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah, a don't great get me, program. Yeah, don't get me wrong; those two months are enjoyable. You, know, <laughs> <laughs> you do enjoy the freedom yeah, you have there, uh, but it's also not uh, just a completely off time. And right. I, I think that's I think that's a misunderstood thing from people outside the education world. Is uh, you know. It, it's probably a little different for everybody. I really like the fact that there's opportunities for people that didn't decide to get that teaching degree. Yes, there are options. If if you didn't go to school originally to get your, you know, elementary education or secondary education, you didn't graduate with a bachelor's degree and come out with that teaching license, there's still opportunities. 
uh, to do such. And, and especially like we were talking earlier with our CTE programs, there's a different kind of licensure, it's occupational licensure that you can take if you have worked in that industry and they look at different things as to how to grant you that license. So I was actually kidding when we had uh, our criminal justice position, we had one of those come open earlier this summer, but thankfully we've already filled that. Um, but I have a, I have a, um, a JD, a Juris Doctorate, and so I could apply to be a CTE criminal justice teacher based on my yeah. education. my education. Yeah. Uh, so th- there's different, there's lots of different options and different paths to gain that licensure. We're not letting you go. We're letting Scott retire. He's old enough and he's he's ready. <laughs> he's, he's done his time, his service. He's put in a lot of passion and over the years. But Jennifer, you can't go anywhere. You can't go to the school and become a teacher, even though it is a great profession, and you'd probably excel at it. Yeah, well. you'll have too much. Off, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now classified administrative and coaching. You've kind of explained to those uh, what those are. <clears throat> Something really happened that is really beneficial to our district as far as our hiring practices. We had a salary study done, and it is approved. And tell us what that means, Jennifer. Sure. So the salary study, uh, we started that back in September. I don't know if anybody realized how long this <laughs> process took, yep. but um, that's when my office started going through everything. Um, but the board did approve of the salary study. And what that meant, uh, there were two different pay scales that came out of the salary study. There's the pay scale uh, for our teacher, our teaching staff. So any of those who are actually teaching uh, and have teacher in their name because we do have some like facilitating teachers um, those positions all are on the the teacher schedule uh, which is pretty similar to what I think Murray County has seen and other school districts have seen in the past uh, but what this salary study did before uh, we had a scale that was zero through 20 so anyone who had been teaching topped out at year 20 and really the way the old scale was when you got to steps, 15, 16, they were the same, 17, 18, they were the same, and 19, 20, they were the same. So there were several years where you weren't seeing any any increase um, for that. So this new scale, it's, it starts at zero, and it goes through 25. So we've added five more steps to the teaching scale, and we've also increased where that base pay is. And so the very base pay, with the, you're, you're coming right out of – um, college or you've transitioned from one profession to another. And so you're coming in with, you know, zero teaching experience or zero, you know, credentials as to on that scale. So your, your bachelor's in zero is starting out at 42,130. So right around $42,000 um, before we were at 38,845. So that, that was a pretty big, that's a good increase. That's a pretty big increase mm-hmm. that you see yeah. there. And then what it did, and that's just the bachelor's, and so it also has, there's a master's, master's plus uh, 30, and then uh, your your education specialist, and then up to your doctorate. So there's five levels of education, and so the new top out, if you have a doctorate in 25, which we do actually have some of those people who have a doctorate in 25 years, mm-hmm. um, it's 78,519, so it's a... It's a and this step scale, it increases every year at 1.6%. So there's no year where you wouldn't see an increase. Very good. Very good. <clears throat> That's a big difference from what we had, right, Scott? Yes. I mean, huge, <clears throat> this, huge difference. This salary <laughs> study and the approval by the school board and everybody, thank you. 
Yeah. That is was much needed in education. It felt like things maybe were getting stagnant to some of the teachers. I talked to them, and they were. I know they are elated to have this opportunity to have be recognized for the hard work they do. So I would like to take just a quick break. So Mike, have put us on a quick break, real quick, and we'll be back. Thanks, Mike, for that quick break. We now have in our studio Miss Amy Roberts, Supervisor of CTE, which is Career and Technical Education. Thanks, Amy. Thank you for having me. I know you had an important meeting that ran over, and we're so happy you could join us. Uh, Thank you for being patient with me. We were uh, trying to figure out... um, one of our schools, the we've got some openings. I know y'all have been talking about uh, some of our openings we and have. salary schedule yeah. here in Murray County. And so we're trying to determine uh, on some positions that are open if we want to continue those programs of studies or look at other programs of studies. So, Excellent. Um, that got to be an in-depth conversation. Oh, just trying of course. To, what's best for our students. So. Well, we're going to keep going on what we were talking about, Jennifer. We were talking about the salary studies. And you were going to point out something else really important about this, the, the job openings, right? Well, yes, I wanted to, to touch base. We had talked about our teacher. I said the salary study did two things. It gave us a teacher scale, and then it also looked at our classified and our administrative staff. And it took all of those positions, and it looked at them based on their job duties, responsibilities, what education is required for that job, not necessarily what a person has, but what does the job require. And so our salary study then placed all these different job positions on pay grades, and um, they came up with a scale of grades 1 through 17, which actually there's nobody on the district on a grade 1 or 2. Um, and what it did is our lowest, the, the base employee is at 1302 now. Um, so that would be the, the least hourly rate that we have. So our starting pay is 1302 for positions here in Murray County. And so for a lot of our, a lot of our staff, it, it really bumped them up. Some people who are already topped out, they topped out at seven years of experience. And some of them, when they came onto this new scale, placed them um, with growth, potential growth. And it, it's steps one through 14, and it's a 3% increase every single year. Um, so Yay. yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah. that is huge. Yeah. Um, that, that, that equates for uh, teachers around 900 or to a thousand of our staff. We have about 1700 staff in total. So this is not quite 50% of our staff, but it's pretty close to 50% of our staff that fits in our, our classified and they're huge and very important to keep our school system running. Well, thank you to all of our administrators, Scott, Lisa Ventura, um, Jennifer, Mr. Perriman, everybody and our school board for making this happen and for getting these teachers and administrators and everybody recognized for what they do in education and these 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 awesome um, salaries and the permanent pay structures where everybody's going to get a little bit more every year. Cost of living goes up yearly, so why not wages? Um, in my old job, we used to have something called COLA, cost of living allowance. And so when inflation went up and, and everything, wages, you know, kind of kept up with things. So this is a a great, great thing, and it really opens the doors for us to hire more people. Well, I'm being told we actually have to take a break now. We'll be back with Amy Roberts, Jennifer Gerard, Scott Gaines, and Mike Lyle after a word from our sponsors. Don't go away. Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools will be right back after these messages from our sponsors. 
Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. At Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. We know that Jeep owners are one of a kind. Choose from our huge inventory or build your own one-of-a-kind Jeep from the ground up. Stop by today and one of our product specialists will help you customize the Jeep you want. Wrangler, Grand Cherokee, and Grand Wagoneer in the perfect color. Gotta have them options, powertrain, and more. And now, take advantage of the Jeep Wave program. More free maintenance at no additional cost. Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram, you can count on us. Online at ColumbiaCDJR.com. Does it really matter where you get your jewelry repaired? Of course it does. When you take your jewelry to a hometown jeweler, you build trust. Hello, I'm Rick Tillis, owner of Tillis Jewelry in downtown Columbia. I started as a goldsmith 30 years ago, and because of my experience and our staff, we ensure all repairs are completed to the highest of expectations. So yes, it does matter who repairs your jewelry. And if you are in need of any type of jewelry repair, please stop by for a free consultation. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Rubik's Groove is your premier outside-of-the-box 80s, 90s, and 2000s tribute band. See them in Columbia on June 18th at Antrim on Pulaski Pike. Gates open at 5 p.m., showtime at 7 p.m. Tickets are $40 and can be purchased at Eventbrite or at the gate. Food trucks and beverage tent on site. Proceeds benefit projects of the Columbia Noon Rotary Club. Folks, Perry Rankin is your hometown grocer at Foodland right here in Columbia, Tennessee, right here on West 7th Street. What's on special yes. this week? All right. We have New York strip steak for $5.99 a pound. Wow. We've got Prairie Fresh assorted bone-in family pack pork chops, $1.99 a pound. Prairie Fresh cut center cut pork chops in the family pack for $2.99 a pound. Fresh ground round, uh, 85% lean for $3.99. Red or white grape, $1.99 a pound. And we have That Smart Sugar, which is it's a four-pound bag, and you can get two of those for $4. And as usual, these specials start uh, today and run through close of business next Tuesday. Talk about, your, yeah, talk about your days and hours, Barry. Okay, we're open from 7 a.m. till 9 p.m., seven days a week for your shopping convenience. Foodland, Barry Rankin, your hometown grocer. Barry, great to talk to you. Have a great week. All right, you guys have a good day. See Bye. you, man. Bye, Barry. 
This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM FM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back. You're listening to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb with Murray County Public Schools. Welcome back to the Big Yellow School Bus, Mary County Public Schools talk radio show on 101.7 and podcast at frontporchradiotn.com, brought to you by Caledonian Financial. Man, I love that music. It's like tap your foot type music. It makes you want to just feel good, feel sunshine. It's so nice. Amy, thank you for making it from your busy schedule today and coming in on the show. Ladies and gentlemen, Amy Roberts, the supervisor of CTE, Career and Technical Education. Welcome to the show. Tell our listening audience a little bit about yourself. Um, I appreciate being here. Uh, I joined Giles, uh, I came from Giles County. I joined Murray County back in the middle of April. Uh, I just want to say thank you to Lisa Ventura, Scott Gaines, and all the other uh, people at Murray County for interesting me with this position. Um, I've had the opportunity to meet most of my staff, been working with the schools, Looking at the coming school year, a lot of changes in store for CTE uh, with the governor's, governor's budget that passed. A uh, huge focus is on CTE, and so a lot of um, opportunity to be innovative, maybe add things, uh, look at the things that we have currently and how we can improve those or create new opportunities for students. And so um, just a lot to have encompassed since April, uh, getting new people hired in, being in new myself and learning all the new sc- all the schools, and um, it's quite a dynamic district. Um, each school has its unique qualities and uh, different programs. And so some new programs I hadn't managed before, but it's all been very good and I'm blessed to be here. Yeah. We were talking before, while you were in your meeting, we were talking about some of the CTE programs, um, the different range of, mm-hmm. of, of programs that are available and it's all encompassing. It's hands-on. It's very career oriented. So a student, if they didn't really want to go to years 14, 15, 16 in education or 17, 18, 19, or 20 even, they could likely come out of school with an ability to start a job making good money. Absolutely. Um, until you really look at the labor market data, you don't realize, um, you know, I was an academic teacher prior to becoming an administrator and then uh, working my way into CTE. And of course, I was guilty of being one of the ones that said, everybody needs to go to college in my mm-hmm. classroom. But when you look at the labor market data, there are opportunities across our district, our region, our state for students to make a good wage um, with an interest credential or an associate's degree or a tech school degree. Or, you know, there are those positions that are going to require the four-year degree and higher. Mm-hmm. But I think where we have to do a better job and I think where a lot of the legislation that we're looking at is coming from is we have to start working with students earlier on career exploration to let them start thinking before they get to high school, um, maybe what path they want to take. There's a lot of legislation that was passed in the last um, session that is going to impact education and uh, the way students progress through high school. And it's a lot to get your head around, but it's all great opportunities for students. And there's no reason why every student shouldn't leave with a plan and the skills and means necessary to pursue that plan and that's our role as educators to mm-hmm. figure out how to best help those students pursue what it is their passion is, but not just their passion, but their aptitude uh, and help them to marry those two things to find a career path that's going to be viable for them. Yeah, I know a young man that left um, high school and he is now a welder mm-hmm. 
And he is making a really decent livable wage. Absolutely. I mean, he is supporting his family. He got married right out of high school um, to his high school sweetheart. He's making good money. And he didn't do the additional schooling, but he went immediately into the workforce and is able to do great things and probably will excel in that in that career and that path that he chose right out of high school. Absolutely. Um, my oldest son... He's 23. He's a, a nurse at the ER at Murray Regional. I appreciate him and all the people there. Mm-hmm. And um, he pursued a four-year degree at MTSU. He played football, was on the football team his first year. And so now my youngest son's 17, an upcoming senior, and he's looking at what he wants to do. And when my oldest son was looking at college options, he thought about not playing football. He said, I think I'm just going to go get my LPN. I was like, oh, no, you can't do that. You have to go get your four-year degree. Now my little one's saying, I think I want to go to Columbia State and do a two-year program. And I'm like, do you really want to do that? And his older brother's saying, he's going to start out just a little bit less than I am. So um, then he can Mm -hmm. go bridge. So there's so many opportunities that we need to pursue. And so um, I just encourage parents to talk with their students and, and talk with the teachers and help that student to find their niche and pursue it. Yeah, yeah, I think it's important for people to remember that, you know, learning's for a lifetime. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you, you know, you have to rush out. And I'm not down in college at all. I, you know, I mean, I enjoyed that experience. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure, you know, if kids have that opportunity to be able to go, it's a great experience. But also, it's, you know, it, it, it's being able to say, hey, I know what I'd like to explore and be able to do and go try it. And then, you know, if, once you learn that and you think, hey, I want to do something else, there are just so many opportunities Absolutely. now that we can Go do that. So I encourage, like you said, Amy, uh, we're really important on those students trying to learn themselves, learn their aptitudes, and try to figure out, hey, with a plan, hey, I think I, this is what I want to do. And the beauty of CTE is I heard Commissioner Swin say once in a, in a meeting we were in at the lead conference that she thought she wanted to be in the medical field, and then she realized she couldn't stand the sight of blood. I, I heard her say that. Yeah. Yeah. So CTE allows the students to start getting some hands-on right. experience, and so – I'm not going to two years of college and doing my gen ed requirements, and then in my th- in my junior year starting into a healthcare field and going, oh gosh, I can't stand this. This is blood and guts and gore. You know, CTE allows you to go ahead and start immersing yourself in that, and you find if that's for me or not. And if it's not, then I can that back up. Right. And yeah, my yeah. my my youngest daughter was along that line. She's right. the same way. She said she can't see, but she got into chemistry. Right. And now she's working for a biotech testing firm who tests blood and urine Absolutely. and she goes as long as i don't see it coming out of the body i'm fine <laughs> you know <laughs> also students don't realize uh, when they talk about the medical field everybody thinks yeah. doctor or nurse and no there are so, so many lab techs of Absolutely. all kinds yeah. and, and, and so stuff that, that are needed it. i love that cte allows them to explore yeah. those other options That's as well yeah. well i think i'm running out of time here um on the big l school bus this edition of the big l schools amy we'd love to have you back and talk more about all these great things in career and technical education Scott, you can always come back on the show anytime. <laughs> I would welcome you to walk in these doors and Front be, join me. Radio, Front right? Porch Radio, <laughs> yes, sir. So I'm going to transition into shout-outs because I want to make sure everybody gets an opportunity to say theirs. So, Miss Jennifer Gerard, you're up first. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I would give a shout-out to, um, one, the HR staff. Um, we've grown this year. We've been able to have a, a new person. So shout out to the school board for granting me a new position. Thank you. There you go. Um, and we can always use more though. Um, <laughs> but they are, they're hard at work process. I don't think anybody realizes all the work that goes into an end of a school year. And during the summer, people go, you get the summer off. No, no, no. Summer's the busiest Busy time, time in, uh, in our world. So, uh, you know, the, we're all a staff of all women. So the ladies and, uh, we have all put in a lot of hard work in this salary study. So thank you to them all right 
just uh, thank you to everybody who's welcome in Murray County, tolerated me asking 9,000 questions for the schools who I'm learning, still learning the programs, learning the staff, and uh, look forward to working with. All right, Mr. Gaines. Hey, so uh, in my retirement, I'm just give a shout out to you know all the people I've ever worked with. You know, I started at Holland Park with people that actually taught me, and so I was really blessed to be able to work with them, uh, and being able to just work with out, outstanding people all throughout my career, including this year. I've you know I had a unique opportunity to to help bring some people in, and I'm proud of that, and, and that makes me. Uh, Glad that 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 you, know, you guys are going to really influence Murray County Schools and do great things, and that you know I'm, I'm, I'm you know not leaving uh, saying oh my lord is gonna I, I would never be like that anyway, <laughs> but I'm really happy for the schools and, and where things are going, and, and just thankful for that. Mike, you have a quick shout uh, out. Uh, yeah, quick shout out to all our retiring teachers and administrators and stuff. You put your heart and soul into your students and your and, and your jobs. Now you get to shift gears into a new chapter. Congratulations on a career well done and uh, good luck Enjoy on your, your future. Excellent. My shout out is going to be a little bit different because I'm going to shout out somebody that Amy has dear near and dear to her. And I'm going to shout out Mr. John Tommy Davis, who was a mentor of mine and is Amy's brother. Um, I worked with him for probably 20 years, and he was a great mentor. Thank you, John. He speaks all of you as well, Jack. Oh, great. Uh, that's it for this edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. Thank you, everyone in the studio for joining us, and we'll be back next week with another edition of the Big Yellow School Bus. Thank you for tuning in to the Big Yellow School Bus with your host, Jack Cobb, with Murray County Public Schools. Hop on the Big Yellow School Bus every Monday from 4 to 5 p.m. right here on WKOM 101.7 FM.